This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Alex Ty, And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday, the 14th of August. In your Squiz Today... Matilda's fever sweeps the nation. Hawaii's wildfires set a grim record. Voice support from the New South Wales Liberals. And it's the season of the jort. This is your Squiz Today. The Matildas are now in the final four of the FIFA World Cup. And Claire, I can tell that you are still buzzing from the win over France on Saturday night. Who isn't buzzing, Alex? (laughs) It was just so exciting. Of course, it's the first time an Australian team has progressed to the semi-final stage of a FIFA World Cup ever. And after that epic 20 penalty shootout, oh my gosh, what a time. (laughs) It was just extraordinary. I could continue to be really gushy about how exciting it was and about Mackenzie Arnold and Courtney Vine and all that excitement. But let's talk some numbers. Uh, Saturday night's game was one of the most viewed TV events in two decades. It had an average audience during that game of 4.17 million. Hmm. At the peak during the shootout, it was past 7 million. Uh, The only event on that number to have beaten it when it comes to a TV audience is Cathy Freeman's gold medal run at the the Sydney Olympics. And don't forget all the people who were watching at bars and clubs around Australia, as well mm. as at the MCG. And I really like this quote from Dylan Alcott, who was at the MCG. He said, in the excitement of the win in that penalty shootout, that was the closest that I've ever been to standing up. <laughs> so we are into the semi-finals now, Claire. What happens next? So next up is England. We're playing them on Wednesday night. That game's at 8pm and it's in Sydney. England beat Colombia on Saturday night 2-1. to one. Uh, That game stuck, though, to its regular 90 minutes. It didn't push into extra time. So, of course, with the Matildas playing two hours plus, there is some chatter that the English squad has fresher legs than the Matildas do. But, Claire, on the other side, a lot of people have pointed out that in the last month we have beaten England in the netball final, we took home the Ashes, so we may as well just make it three for three. (laughs) Also remaining in the tournament are Sweden and Spain, who will be playing each other tomorrow night for that other spot in the final, which is coming up this Sunday. Look, huge change of gears here. Officials in Hawaii are still getting a handle on the destruction from the fires that have hit Maui, and there's a rising death toll that is expected to exceed 100 people. These wildfires are already the deadliest in the US for the past century. Yeah, Hawaiian Governor Josh Green says that the fires will certainly be the worst natural disaster that Hawaii has ever faced. Uh, More than 2,000 buildings have been lost there. That includes the raised town of Laihana. Sniffer dogs have been sent in there to try and locate bodies. There's still quite a few people who are missing, so officials are trying to track that down. Um, The costs of Laihana's rebuild has also been estimated by officials to exceed 5.5 billion US dollars, which of course in Aussie money is more than 8 billion. Mm. 
Those fires are now contained and the search for bodies is expected to continue for several days. Locals are asking why the island's outdoor alarm system failed to sound, but officials say the fires moved so fast that notifying residents became nearly impossible. More news on The Voice, Claire. The Liberal leader of New South Wales, Mark Speakman, has come out in favour of the proposed constitutional amendment that will be put to us in a referendum later this year. Now, Speakman is a former Attorney General of New South Wales, and he reckons that The Voice is a purely advisory body and that the, and this is his quote, the potential rewards outweigh the potential risks. Yeah, and that puts Speakman at odds with the federal Liberal leader Peter Dutton's position. Speakman isn't on his own, though. There are other Liberal leaders who say that they support The Voice. That's Tassie Premier Jeremy Rockcliffe and also the ACT's Elizabeth Lee. Uh, On the other side, though, of the question is the Nationals. Their federal leader, David Littleproud, yesterday said that his party won't support the Liberal proposal for local and regional voices. And the context for that little proud announcement is that the coalition leader, Peter Dutton, his case is that the voice shouldn't be enshrined in the constitution, but local voices could be set up via legislation. And we are still yet to hear from the Albanese government on the date of that referendum. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. Over to US politics, Claire, where there is never a dull day. Over the weekend, a special counsel was appointed to continue his investigation into Hunter Biden, the son of US President Joe Biden. And truly, this is such a complicated case. Yeah, it's a bit involved, Alex. So Mm. just to try and summarise it, Hunter Biden, as the son of the president, he's been under investigation over his tax arrangements and also a charge of buying a gun while he admitted to being on drugs. And that process looked to be wrapping up a few weeks ago. Mm. It went to court and the judge ruled out a plea deal. So it left his prosecution up in the air. Uh, On the weekend, the US Attorney General appointed that special counsel, which comes with more investigative powers. So long story short, it looks like Hunter Biden's legal troubles are going to keep being a political liability for his dad as he seeks re-election. I did follow that. That was a good summary, Claire. Also following the case are senior Republicans. Speaking of them, Donald Trump is facing another criminal indictment, this time from the state of Georgia over election interference. Reports say that that potential indictment could come as soon as this week. And if you need a longer explainer on any of these stories, we have a squeeze shortcut on both Trump's alleged election interference and Hunter Biden's legal troubles. So just go to the squeeze shortcuts feed. Claire, we talked about the sale of Zimmerman last week, so I've got to get myself some Zimmerman. 
And now the fashion news is telling me that I also need to get myself some jorts. Yes, we're here to help you, Alex, with this latest <laughs> breaking news. So uh, jorts are jeans shorts, but they're not the short jeans shorts. They're the ones that come just sort of on your knee. Uh, they're back in fashion. And there's been a lot of talk about retailers actually selling quite a few of them, uh, just putting it on your radar as we head towards the warmer weather. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there are versions from premium designers, brands like Mother Denim and also A Gold, um, they're going for more than four hundred dollars. So, just made me wonder how much those pants would be if they had the lower leg bit attached. <laughs> uh, and truly, Claire, it is not just women for this trend. High-end men's designers are picking up the jorts, although you style them with white socks and Timberland boots. Claire, before we wrap up for today, we have a favour to ask about a survey that we would like Squizzers to do. Yeah, we've talked about The Voice today and we want to know how you're thinking about The Voice. We don't want to know how you think you might vote. Whether you've made up your mind, though, is something that we're interested in. So we've got a survey, just really interested in how you're finding it all. So that link will be in the episode notes for that survey and we'd really be appreciative if you did it for us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at Squiz Kids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women and together honour their legacies. <laughs>